Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, I'm joined by my friend and recurring guest, Anna David, getting into the topics of what to do when I love you goes unreturned. Tips for getting over a breakup, ejaculation etiquette, and how to confront a selfish lover. Thanks for listening. I get a lot of emails looking for advice on just about everything, but I'm always excited to get questions that I can offer a definitive solution to. Although some of you are embarrassed to write me about lasting longer in bed, you should know it's way more common than you think. And there is a clinically proven solution, Promescent. Promescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray that was developed by urologists to address issues with premature ejaculation or PE. Make no mistake, this is not the old-fashioned delay spray that leaves you and your partner numb. It still allows your maximum sensation without any transfer to your partner. The makers of Promescent have been dedicated to helping men for years now, and they have taken the product through rounds of clinical tests that have proven its effectiveness. It is FDA-compliant and has been endorsed by a host of medical professionals. Promescent is the real deal. Even if you don't always experience PE, Promescent can help you and your partner experience longer-lasting sex, boost your confidence, and eliminate performance anxiety. Try it for yourself and see. Promescent is available without a prescription from a variety of retailers. For more information or to order, go to sexwithemily.com and click on the Promescent banner. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can do so many things. And now, have you been to our new site? It's amazing. You can so easily, easily, easily subscribe to our podcast um, on iTunes. Um, we do it twice a week and we love when you review the show. Right, Menace? We love it. That's my favorite part. That's how I guilt trip people. I know. If you and listen to the show for free. For free. Just do us a favor. Anywhere you're listening, write a review and uh, give us five stars because that's what you like the most, right? I, I prefer five stars. Uh-huh. And if it has one star, I'd say, mm, don't listen. And you promised on the thousandth person that writes a review that you're going to make out with them, right? Totally. All right. Yeah. Cool. Done and done. Okay. And also, thanks for telling your friends about the show so they can enjoy it as well. And while you're at it, follow us on Facebook. And this is all on our website uh, at sex with Emily. What is it? Facebook.com slash sex with Emily. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. It's all Sex with Emily across the board. And of course, you should subscribe to our weekly newsletter because they're so fun. It's like a little present you get every week with lots of great tips. I'm here with Menace. So what is going on with you? So many things. I heard you were in Palm Springs. Yes. Both of you guys together? I was with my date, Anna David. Can Uh I talk now? Yes. Anna and I are both very busy. We run companies. You know, it's hard. and, And I'm not always a great planner. Like there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm good at, but planning, not one of them. So I was like, you know, we're busy and we're like going back and forth. We're going to get an Airbnb. Uh-huh. And I was like, we're like texting back and forth the links we liked. And then finally I was like, you know what? I'll just book it. 
I got it. Wait. Wait. Here, here. <laughs> so you let Emily book the place. Well, okay. Here's how it went down. Uh-huh. It was established that I was going to book it. I found like four places, uh-huh. four links, texted them to Emily, tried to book it. She said, great, go for mm-hmm. it. Tried to book it. And then my old credit card was in Airbnb. Uh-huh. And so I couldn't do it. And I was late. And so I text Emily. And five minutes later, she texted me back. I booked it and I was so impressed because I know how busy she is and I know that this doesn't happen easily. And, and I was so proud. I was like, confirmation number. Oh. I was like, I was oh, really proud wow. that I took charge. And then? And then we um, drove to Palm Springs and we got there and we actually drove separately. There's no, uh-huh. that's a, no one's really going to understand this part of how much I love this. Yeah. It was that, like, if most people go together, but we both like our cars. And we took separate cars because we both like driving alone, though we did talk to each other the whole the time. The whole way back. <laughs> But so I had to pee so badly and I run up and, you know, neither of us are good with directions and I couldn't remember, like there was the flag. I didn't remember any of it. And I just go up and I'm trying the door. Yeah. can't do it. And then I run in and pee and it's only when I'm finished that I look up and I realize this is the most disgusting place I've ever seen. Did you read any reviews on the place? Okay. Were, that's the mystery. This is what happened. She probably didn't. No, no, no. The reviews are good. So we think they conned those people. Emily's like, uh, check the dates. I'm like, check the dates. Do you think they're her friends? How would they have gotten such good reviews? But we looked at it. We had looked at a lot of places. Like uh-huh. for us, we looked at a lot of places. And this was not a place we would have. We wouldn't have chose a place with one bedroom. Uh-huh. We wouldn't have chose a place with so many knickknacks. I'm just going to yes. put it that way. We wouldn't have chose a place that had a lot of plastic furniture. But can I just say that Emily, uh-huh. when she booked it, texted, I wanted to play. I'm going to book this one because it's two blocks from downtown and there's a jacuzzi. Obviously, we never went in the jacuzzi. Uh-huh. Being near downtown in Palm Springs is not a great thing. No, right. no, no. So we kept, the joke was always just like, Emily's like, two blocks from downtown. Right. But so what happens is, what ha- it turns out what happened, we went back through our text because I'm like, was I wrong? Was she wrong? Mm-hmm. And so where the mistake was, we were going back and forth and she's The mistake like, is that she let you book it. <laughs> but That's the- I I, have to, I must claim responsibility that I found that link and sent uh-huh. it to Emily. But it was an errant uh-huh. link. It was an She meant link. to send another one. So I, yes, my thing is like, I can't believe I booked it and I didn't like scroll through the photos to double check. I'm just like multitasking. I was probably on the phone doing dishes and then I was like confirmation number and then I kept sending you updates and it was the wrong place. But you know what? You make lemonade out of lemons. And it was yeah. amazing, actually. Well, first of all, funny. I'd like to say my favorite part of that story is that you said, I'm just doing dishes like you've ever <laughs> used a dish in your apartment, which is great. But it, it did become really hilarious for some. After we looked frantically for another hotel, like Spoiled right. Princesses, another hotel or Airbnb where we could move to, and we uh-huh. realized it's Memorial Day tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So, you know, but I... Then we, we never noticed again. No, we didn't. It was amazing. We ended up having a really good girl bonding time. Yeah, yeah what did you guys end up doing? We went on a hike. We went Probably on a hike. Probably like a thousand degrees. It was, it was 119, that, yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> exactly. We went on a hike. Yeah. To a, fa- to a lake. A waterfall. To a one? waterfall, but it was too oh. gross to go in. It was in. kind of dirty to go in. Yeah. Did you guys was, hold hands? What? We almost like, bought friendship bracelets <laughs> because you could buy them at the hiking place, but then yeah. we, did, we only had enough cash to go up the mountain. And yeah, go. we couldn't buy it. We were trying yeah, to, yeah, they wouldn't let us in. And then we, um, we, they wouldn't let us buy the bracelets. What else did we do? We got, got frozen yogurt. that. We got massages. We uh, made friends. We got a couple's we massage. Make, we got a couple's massage. It was massage. somewhat accidental, except I thought it was accidental, and then you tell me afterwards that they asked, you were like, yes, it's a couple's massage. I go back to my theory that you wanted us to look at No, yeah, you guys totally want to I love her. Up. Like, can I be honest about Anna? Like, yeah. I love, I, we travel together well. Mm-hmm. We are so, we have so many things very in common. Very similar. Very similar upbringing, very similar comment, but I, I, 
I don't want to have sex. I don't want to have sex either. And, and like, I did walk out naked a lot. Gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, do you guys too. drink? No. I don't drink. Oh, see, Anna's sober. Why. Okay, then. That's yeah. Oh, down. so if I were not sober, we would be, we would have hooked up the uh, whole maybe. weekend. Maybe. I just I mean, love her. At least kiss. I've never done, oh, I have made out with a woman before I got sober, <laughs> yeah. but like, I just don't think so. No, it's just, mm-hmm. the, it's just a love thing. It really is fun. We didn't really fight. We had like bitty little fight, but we it was only when we were hungry. We had a second fight. Yeah. Because it's about parking thing. Yeah. And a driving thing. And my driving scared her. Yeah. Which I hadn't warned her how she only drove driving. for like two seconds and yeah. I was like, it's enough. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was it was just like exactly. I and you're it. driving scary too. But it was um it was fun. <laughs> and then we didn't really meet anyone, although there was a day we were leaving, there was a lot of drunk guys. We were at this hotel, like drunk, like Memorial Day. Memorial Day, Day yeah, weekend. Yeah. And these yeah. guys were like, Hey baby, what's up? I'm like, Oh, we're getting hit on by these guys and they're drunk. I think it's like slim pickings though. And totally Palm slim pickings. For dudes, right? Yeah. Okay. Slim pickings. Okay. Fine. Because if anybody knows that anybody that's listening, Palm Springs, California, is like a mecca for old gay guys and with young gay guys with some twins. Yeah. And this guy was like, "Hey, you got any friends?" Sugar daddies and sugar babies. Exactly. God, I should have had a sugar daddy. (laughs) I know. I know. But he said, um, he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, this is my buddy. You got to meet him. He thinks you're cute. He takes penis enlargement pills." And I was like, oh, no way. I, I'm in the penis business. And then, I, <laughs> and then I heard myself say that. And Anna looks at me like, yeah. why am I even engaging? And why would I even say that yeah. out loud? But it was, was really like, I was totally joking. I was trying to connect. I know. There's no way but I was, penis Maybe he did. And I was trying to connect and tell yeah. him I actually know a lot about them. They don't work. And I was meanwhile trying so hard to get away from them. And I was pretending uh-huh. that they weren't even talking to us. And Emily's like, yeah. I'm in the penis business. I, know. I think I'm a little too nice. Yeah, I think But so. Anna makes me, because she's, not that mm-hmm. she's not nice, but she's much more. I'm not yeah. friendly to men like that. At no, or no. just. I mean, it'd be annoying. Yeah. Emily's like, she'll just talk to anybody. So kind of true. That's what I mean by nice. (laughs) I am nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Midwestern thing. It is. It is a Midwestern Mm -hmm. thing. You're both from California and Northern California. Yeah. We're reared on Maine. Um, So (laughs) how are you doing, Menace? I'm great. Uh, I just got back from Las Vegas. Took the family to go see J-Lo. I went to, oh, you say family. You mean your girlfriend's family? Yeah. And then um, I also went to Wayne Noon's house. You did? Yeah, you can you can now go to his house in Vegas. And it's just, pretty like, do awesome. What? And like just take sell- a tour and it was really cool to see his car collection, his private jet, oh my and God. all his so, crazy things. So, so fun. if you want to see that, it's up on my Instagram at menace M E N A C E. Emily, uh-huh. who's yeah. Wayne Newton? Let's this is a pop quiz. Yeah. Wayne Newton Name is, one song. Wayne Newton is a singer. I don't know. He sings a lot of songs. And an actor, There's right? There's one famous one. You'll know it. Do you but, know it? No, of course not. That's we don't know anything. To. Yeah, Wayne Newton sang Don Quixote. Oh, Don Quixote. Okay, it's fine. I mean, I know good. who he is. Do so yeah, you yeah. like kitschy things? No, he likes like everything what? pop culture. Kitschy. What? Okay, I need like, the definition. Kitschy means of kitschy. like, like, oh God. Um, How do you describe it? Like, like, kind of not, not au courant like stuff. Like it's, it's more like old timey. Like it's kind of. Um, like cute, a Pez like dispenser. It. Yes. It's kitschy. Thank you. <laughs> that for I like throwback me. type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Yeah. He's yeah. just really into pop culture, too. Uh, yeah. He just knows I mean, because everything. of work, I have to be up on all types of pop culture. And I I, I just thought that'd be a cool thing to right. do. Go check out his house. I mean, the guy's that worth like a hundred million bucks. No, right. So see how, he, is he, still how alive? he lives. Yeah. Meanwhile, JLo, that part sounds really fun. JLo is amazing. You gotta see her live show. I she, would love to see her live she show. She earns every dollar. Really? Uh, Mariah Carey. It's cool. I mean, I would definitely, if you're going to Vegas shows, you definitely have to see J-Lo. Like, it's a really, really good show. She, I was, like, is she playing like an ongoing thing there? Huh? A residency? Does she have a residency? Yeah, yeah. At the Planet Hollywood Hotel. 
I saw Celine Dion there. I had to for work. I was covering it. Yeah. It wasn't by choice. Yeah. Well. And Celine Dion, not my thing. I Mariah, mean, oh, I'd be all over that. Yeah. Mariah Carey? If oh, you're my sitting, God, yes. If you're going to see Mariah Carey, just make sure you sit close because of the sound. If you sit way in the back, you won't be able okay, to Okay, good to know. I want to yeah. go do this Vegas next. Vegas next, We're talking maybe. about 4th of July trip. I know. And then I thought, maybe I'll just have a party on 4th of July just because the traveling, the, it was the... The it, drive back in well, back here's to the back thing. traffic. You, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, the drive back is bad because it's like eight hours instead of uh-huh. two. But the Calabazabazan and outfits, however you say it, the outlets. Yeah. I had a heart attack at Rag and Bone. Like I literally lost my <laughs> mind. Anna's never seen me. So I was like, I was hot. I was like, <gasps> that's your first time as those outlets. Yes, were there? they're amazing. We went on the way down, but Emily was not mm-hmm. as impressed with the stores that we went to on the way down. Barney's, yeah. whatever. And then we were driving back. And mm. talking on the phone about how much we missed each other and how abysmal <laughs> the traffic was. Uh-huh. And I had been trying to coax her into playing bingo the whole trip because uh-huh. I'm she obsessed bingo. with yeah, bingo. Yeah. And then I got her to go into the Morongo Casino uh-huh. where we ran in parked in tribal elders' uh, parking spaces, <laughs> yeah. which we should not have done. <laughs> no, 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 no. But we had to pee. We were running in. And then yeah. um, the bingo games, they were already six games in. Uh-huh. And um, so Emily got popcorn and then we went to the outlet. Free popcorn. It was so fun. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So um, let's talk about, we're going to get into some things here that are very interesting. Okay. But I wanted, if you don't know Anna David, She's a New York Times best-selling author of six books. Nice. She was a relationship expert on Attack of the Show. I was on the mm-hmm. G4 network. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And uh, she created After Party Magazine. It's a recovery magazine. And she's now launching, she's announcing it here, a new podcast called You've Got Issues with Anna David. And I'm very proud of her. Guess who named that podcast, Menace? Who? You get one guess. It wasn't you and the person's in the room. <laughs> Emily did? No way. I swear to God. It wasn't a concept, but I named it because you had an idea for it. I had the idea that I wanted to talk to people about their pettiest issues and try Mm. to get to what's underneath them. Like, I have an issue. Oh, I shared it with you in Palm Springs. When you're trying to jaywalk across the street and and you have it perfectly timed so the car's going to pass and you're going to go afterwards and the car stops and gestures for you to go bothers me to no end i tried to explain this to emily she's like yeah. i don't understand, I don't understand. Why that bothers yeah, yeah, yeah. to let you go like this petty issue i don't understand it what, what's underneath it is that i hate when I, I i feel like someone's exerting their power over me and i feel mm-hmm. like i had it wired and it goes back to dad stuff like somebody having Control. power over me what that, yes i swear to god that's what the podcast is about so Love issues it. with it is the website is issues with anna but yeah. what's going to happen like on the first episode so gonna... well i'm glad you asked because i'm releasing the first three episodes um i released them yesterday okay as oh, a matter of fact right and my guests my first three guests are eddie pepitone the comedian mm-hmm. ben mandelker who's got a podcast called uh watch what crappens about bravo tv shows uh-huh. and Dr. Emily Morse. Oh, what? Yes, yes, What yes. was my issue? My, how would you encapsulate? Oh, well, should they just did listen? Did you bust out a scroll and just read them off? Actually. How many issues I have? Yeah. It was hard to come up with a petty issue for Emily. Because I don't have a lot of petty oh, issues. When yeah, we first no. talked about it, you were like telling me all these things. I heard, oh, no, no, petty no, no. issues. Yeah. Like petty, like, like when people, like parking lots in LA, like when you can't, you can't take a yeah. ticket and you can't find a spot and then you can get stuck in the lots forever. But that mm-hmm. was... No, so what we did was um, people who, if Emily... If someone texts Emily and she doesn't text back immediately, them mm. sending a follow-up text, are you okay? Or like a yeah. week later, a day later, not immediately, but even uh, people are like, are you okay? I'm worried about you. I'm like, I just didn't text you back. 
No, I'm dead, actually. Thanks for asking. It just bothers me because yeah. I think... But what it's interesting that she has in our podcast is a lot of our petty issues can go into deeper issues. And I actually haven't Always. heard it yet to know why uh-huh. you're... How she analyzed me. Well, for the first few episodes, I actually went to other experts. I went to a meditation teacher and a therapist mm-hmm. and even a psychic. My psychic who's in uh, Ojai. And I got them to comment on the issues. And then I realized that that was the first 10 I recorded. I did that. And then I said, no, 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 no. I'm just going to, we're, I'm just going to do it with the guest. And then I asked the guest to sort of follow up with me about if the conversation impacted the next time they dealt with that issue. Hey, Hey, did our conversation impact the next time you dealt with that issue? (sighs) Has it happened since? It has happened. And I, but I also realized that, okay, so my problem is one of my issues is that I very easily I thought I don't get mad at people often. Like I have a hard time almost with anger because I very easily can see other people's part in it. Like if I'm mad at someone, I'm like, but it might've been a misunderstanding. You know, I can understand their part. For example, if somebody didn't, if I didn't text them back, I'm like, oh, but I'm a bad, maybe it's bad. That I should, you know, most people text people right back. I tend to sit on them, forget, don't check my phone. And so I think it's my, I always blame myself. Yeah. So have, I'm That's just trying to answer stuck with those relationships you don't want to be in for a really long time exactly uh, uh, yeah <laughs> I'm trying Amen. so hard not to do that <laughs> I'm trying so hard not just to get into yeah. them right now but it's fascinating to me I'm fascinated by like I, I minored in psychology that was a lie I was going to minor in psychology I minored mm-hmm. in performing arts hello oh. but I've always been fascinated and I've been therapized to like a degree that's you can't mm-hmm. even count um and I now am a coach a life so coach. I'm, I'm like I have clients whose lives I coach. Nice. Want to hire me, yeah. Menace? Uh, he I has think no I'm issues. good. Yeah, I, I have yeah. zero issues. You have zero issues. No, no. My my current like my petty issue. Oh. Mm. My current one is, and I already figured it out. But so they opened a Jamba Juice in my area, <laughs> I love right? It already. I love it. I'm addicted to it, and it's rude not to tip, right? But when I put money in the tip jar, they yell out, "Tip, tip, hooray!" And I uh, absolutely effing hate it. That makes me not want to so, tip. So it makes me not want to tip, but I'm not the person that's not going to tip, right? So the past couple times, I put the money in. I was like, here. I go, hey, I'm, I'm putting the money in, but please don't don't yell out. They don't understand what I'm saying, so they still say it. And they do the tip tip array, which pisses like they me all, off. Yeah, how, do they, are they, how are they all paying they attention? Go, well, no, they because be the, person, your because the juice. tip charge right where you're paying. Right. So I put the money in and I say, hey, don't say anything. But they don't understand that I what I'm trying to tell them. How could they not understand yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. But then they go tip, tip, and then the rest go hooray. Uh, so only right. one person has to be clapping. And I hate it because then everybody's... chain store? Yeah. I've just... No, so... this happens a lot of places where they ring the bell and crap like that. I See, just, they I do it, it to incentivize tipping, but interestingly You're never going to have a job. That's the opposite I, effect. I hate it, right? Because it's embarrassing? Yeah, because then everybody's looking at you and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't care. Just take the money and shut up, you know? Yeah. But then uh, I figure out a way around it. Oh, what? Jamba Juice card. has an app where you can pre-order your stuff. <laughs> you really So now did? I download the app. Because the line, I mean, the waist is not even that long, anyways. But now I don't have to have that interaction. Oh at my all. god, that is such a great app. way. Yeah, yeah. Is smart. Great. Or do so, not tip on the app, even just a. It doesn't have the option. Oh, it's good, man. Yeah, good, I mean, feel bad right. for not tipping, but, but not they forced. Bad. They forced. They me did into it. it. Yeah. You should let them they know. We should me. have them listen to this. Okay, I think. That's a great little issue. Yeah. It's a you good probably had a lot of issues. Menace gets annoyed, annoyed people a lot, I would think. But oh, okay. no, just in this room. <laughs> just me. And you just <laughs> met Anne. Only person. Okay, yeah. we're going to give a big shout out to our sponsors, and we will be right back. 
know you've heard me talk about getting stressed out when it comes to packing. I always wait till the last minute and I'm never sure what clothes to bring, but there's one thing that always makes it in my bag, the Mystic Wand from Vibratex. It's truly one of my favorite travel companions. The Mystic Wand features all my favorite things about massage wands. A soft, flexible head, plenty of power, and the perfect shape for external stimulation. Our friends at Vibratex took all that and packed it into a compact, handheld model that is perfect for home or travel. And besides its discreet look and size, it's so cute. The, the Mystic Wand is also extremely quiet. You don't have to worry about strange looks from the TSA, the people in the hotel room next door, your roommates. The Mystic Wand is conveniently powered by four AA batteries, showerproof, and of course, 100% body safe. It has three vibration settings and three power levels, which are unbelievably strong. Trust me. To learn more about the Mystic Wand from Vibratex, visit vibratex.com or click on the Mystic Wand banner on the sexwithemily.com website today. Okay, now we are going to read your emails because I love, I love when you email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. And now it's so easy. You go to our website, sexwithemily.com, and there's like an Ask Emily button. You can right there ask your question and boom, goes right into the inbox. So easy. And also, please include your, include your name. You can use a fake name. Where you're listening from and how old you are and how you listen. Some people aren't putting how old they are and I'm like, uh -oh. this person must be 22. Yeah. But if they're 45, it's different. So like, we just need to know your age. Otherwise, that, you, you guys are perfect. You need to know what place you are in your life. We need to understand it. Right. Okay. And, yeah, Peoria, Illinois is a lot different. I pronounced that wrong. Yeah. Than like San Rafael, California. Exactly. Okay. Ready, Anna? You mind? Because yep. these are people with issues. Yeah. You can help us. Okay. Yep. Dear Emily, I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend going on six months now. I feel I have stronger feelings for him than he does for me. I know this. About a month ago, I told him I loved him. Never have I been first. And he could not say the same. We talked about it, and he says he wants to make sure before he says it, um, he says it, and this is all new to him, a relationship. He's never been in a serious relationship or been in love. Here I am feeling vulnerable and heartbroken. Since then, we've got on with our relationship, and it's doing well. I adore this man, but I'm holding on to something, but am I holding on to something that I shouldn't be? Am I stupid for staying around? I'm not sure he'll ever love me. If he doesn't have strong feelings now, will he ever? Am I wasting my time and should I move on? I get mixed messages from my friends and of course I want to stay with him, but I don't want to waste my time on another failed relationship. I know six months isn't the longest time, so please tell me, am I being crazy or overanalyzing? Any advice would be amazing. Love your podcast. Signed, Olivia. P.S. Listening in California on Spotify. But we don't get her age. I even had Madison email last night. And I was like, what's her age? Because it kind She's of, in her 20s. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, yeah. Has to be. Okay. So I totally get the vulnerable feeling and like putting it out there that she loves him, but it's never easy when your sentiments are not returned with the I love you. What do you think about this, you guys? I think that, uh, again, yeah, she's totally overthinking it. Six months in, come on. Right. Like please. he's supposed to be like, I love you too, yeah, but he's never I'm been in a relationship. It. Yeah. I think it's tough when a woman says it first because we still live in a sexist society no matter what anybody's going to say. Mm -hmm. But it absolutely, love can develop over years and years and years. I was just talking to my therapist about this today where she said the first two years of her relationship were the most difficult years of her life. And he's a perfect partner for her. You know, it's, but I do think if somebody's waiting around for the guy to say, I love you, then that's putting pressure even if, it's, you know, he, a dude can feel that pressure, right, Menace? 
Uh, yeah. Our, I mean, some guys are just so oblivious too. Yeah. Like, they have no idea what's yeah. going on. They, like what your feelings, like we can't read anything at all. Like we so don't true. even know that you like us at all. Right. You know? Yeah. Except you guys can feel, even I think when a woman is pretending to not be obsessing, I mm-hmm. feel like subconsciously a man, a man's subconscious is a lot smarter than his conscious mind. Yeah. And then also, uh, a man doesn't like to engage at all. So they're not going to ask. They're just going to. Right. wait till it explodes in their face and then right they have women to are likely it. to yeah. leave relationships and to get upset in relationships but mm-hmm. here's the thing you know he doesn't have a lot of experience in relationships olivia you know this and he's probably never been in love and he really probably doesn't know exactly what it feels like in six months she's pressuring him I'm not sure and she's overanalyzing i get it it hurts for that not to be returned but she's not complaining about him in any other way so are you having a good time together yeah are you having fun other than this is there any is he going issues? down on you enough how's the sex but the fact that he just can't say i love you yet i wouldn't say it's time to bail no way mm. no wait it out have fun and All just right. stop thinking about uh, it what's the time period she's gonna i'd ask say you. a year at least mm, i'd say give a it a year half. and if you yeah. don't i even like three month increments to be honest because well this is from experience and from a lot of people i know that i tend to used to be in relationships where I would spend half of them trying to get out of them because I would just stay too long. And I think that the time passes so quickly sometimes in relationships, you're like, wow, it's been six months and I still feel this way. So I think, Olivia, maybe you should just, in your your journal or wherever you write personal thoughts, on your phone, whatever, write something and say, in three months from now, whatever the date is, I'd like to be feeling blank. Like, I'd like to see this in our relationship. I'd like to see us living together. I'd like to have him say, I love you and see how you feel three, like put in your calendar. So it pops up and you have a check system. So, you know, like this is what I want or six months from now, whatever it is, because two years ago by and he still didn't say, I love you, but six months, I'm not concerned. And I think I, that's good advice. I like okay. that good. sort of and manifesting like we're manifest. About. Okay. Ready? We'll go into the next. What were you going to ask? No, I was going to ask. They, they just something. need to take this advice and just... and listen and listen that's people the don't only listen. people don't listen for i know they want advice anything at well, all. here's the other thing and then okay. but also like asking asking her friends i hate that I hate when you like, talk to your friends don't about. talk to your friends especially your single friends and get advice from them exactly. yeah because off. let's talk about that though i agree they'll never give good advice never. i agree but medicine yeah. you were gonna say that too why mm-hmm. do you think friends your friends girlfriends are not necessarily the best people to talk to I think that single people, single women mm. will idealize what a relationship is supposed to be like. And they'll say things like, like my last relationship, I had someone say to me, well, you know, when the girl meets the one, everything is just easy. That's what everyone says. That is not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, th- so I think it's the over idealizing and like the romance and the thinking that it has to be a certain way when like look to the source right. and nobody else is in the relationship with you so they don't really know what's happening and everyone has their own experiences so your uh-huh. girlfriend's giving you advice from what she wants exactly yeah. want. i think that's a lot of like people's biggest downfall too is their friends yep. chiming in yeah you know? i was in a relationship where uh you know i of course i was working 20 24 7 and the relationship was great but her friends we're just off on a Tuesday night partying, doing whatever, because they didn't have like, a, you know, a career you job yet, right. you know? And then she saw that. She's like, oh, my friends are out having all this fun, but and you know, we're stuck at home because you got to get up at 3 a.m. and stuff like that. And finally, it just got to her where she wanted to go party. And she did that. And like within four months, got DUI and said, I, you know, I messed up. Why did I think of these people that I wanted to go party with? Like, that was so dumb. I should have been working on, you know, my career, which she had an awesome job. 
at the right, time. It's you true. Know? But we it's were just so, like, I don't know. It's sometimes you just got to listen to yourself. It's true. You got to trust your gut too a lot. Yeah. But I don't think this one has too much in there that she doesn't know enough yet. Too many but. people chiming in. Okay, let's get into another ma- email. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Again, just don't make it every time you go out with your friends. This is what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she didn't say anything about her friends. Did she? She did. She, she said, did. my friends, like, you know, uh, I get mixed responses yeah. from my friends. Well, oh, of yeah, course yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course you do. So just... You, don't be that are, friend where that's your constant topic right because your friends will get sick of it isn't it funny women idea. do yeah. get together where it's like what's bad but we try to I try to say like what's really good too because I think we forget mm-hmm. women do bond over like you the know negativity. sometimes things that are ne- you know just like when we're having struggles women are yeah. connectors and we bond over emotional things issues but I will say also Emily what you're really good at is playing a little bit of the devil's advocate you know like I recently had this experience with this guy where he said <laughs> I'm an introvert which is to me I'd rather someone say like I kill people like that is <laughs> such a turnoff to me yeah and I told Emily I'm like I'm over it and she goes well are you sure you didn't find evidence after he said that that you didn't like him as opposed to you didn't like him and then that was confirmation. Mm-hmm. Right, because he was like, I'm introvert. And she's like, I'm out. But I was like, well, did he <laughs> seem like an introvert? But, you know? But right. to me, it felt yeah. like an explanation for what the problem had been. Yeah. Some introverts hide too. Like they, right. on social media, they look like this outgoing person. Totally. <laughs> and right. Then, That's right. That's yeah. why they have it. It's I'm true. one of those too. Like if it's my free time, I don't have to actually do something for work then please, I want to be at the house. But right. You, would you say that you, but you're an introvert? I, I would, I would love to be, but I, it's impossible. You're not. Like I'm not home for the next couple of months, you know? Well, how do you define introvert? Right. Introvert, like my free time, like I, I don't care about going and hanging out with anybody. I just want to be at yeah. home. But that's how I like am. But I'm definitely, nothing. right. I mean, I don't mean to be like, it's be on not me. on my computer the entire time. But, but, yeah. but then you're on the air and you're a public figure all these other yeah. times. See, that's the misconception. I think his yeah. definition is correct, though. I don't think it has anything to do with like exactly. being public. I think it's, yeah. do you get energy from being around people or do they exhaust you a little bit, right? Um, Not the... Not that they exhaust me, but I don't go out of my way to go like hang out with a group of people. but Or any people. But you have a yeah. girlfriend, so you yeah, hang out with her. Yeah, I have a girlfriend her. too. Yeah, I hang out with her, but... Yeah, just, I don't know. And I, it's okay. I, it's I think I'm a you're... closet introvert, Yeah, which, which I, I, I can't be. But you work also so much. I, I'm the same. I mean, I get it. I mean, I... Emily, I, you're not the same. What? I'm not a, you're not going to convince anyone you're an introvert. Are you going to buy that, Venice? That she's an introvert? No. There's but no I, way. I like my alone time. When do you have alone time, though? All the time. I From 12 to 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm really alone at 12 to 4 a.m. with my yeah. toys. Okay, next email. Hello, Emily. I broke up with my girlfriend about a year ago. Since then, I've had sex with other women, but no one important. I was okay without seeing her, but now she's hanging around with my friends. The first time it happened, we had sex. The second time we saw each other a couple months later, she was too touchy with my friends, and I got mad. I realize I can't handle that's being Emily around right her if we're not together. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, that's totally you being super touchy when you're with somebody. My... When you're in a group setting, that would be so annoying. I'm touchy? Yeah. You're, I mean, you're, I mean, you're super nice and outgoing. You don't know that you're being, you're coming off as flirty. Right. This yeah. has been an issue in the past. The boyfriend's got jealous because yeah, I was yeah, touchy yeah. flirty. Mm-hmm. But I, okay. This is not what the question's about, though. It seems like it. Emily it's about his ex. It's, yeah, it actually yeah. is me. It's a friend. <laughs> yeah. um, my problem is that I've been really horny about her. 
but she's already said she doesn't want to go out with me, just my friends. I don't know how to react to the fact that she's around, but we're not having sex. I'm feeling myself pull away from my friends. I've been going out less and I feel lonely, not even in the mood to hook up with any new girls. I feel like she's stealing my friends. Is It's a bad feeling. Any advice? Guy, 32, Mexican, listening on iPad podcast. Nice. So, that's very descriptive. Mexican. Yeah. yeah. I'm eating. You sure he's not from Mexico? No, he's he a Mexican. He's okay. Okay, here's the thing. I don't think it's cool that his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, is hanging out with his friends, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like cool with it. Like, I just think that there's a certain well, guy code. I mean, there's definitely a guy code, but I mean, if it was a group of friends already and then somebody was dating within the group of friends, then that's cool. But if it sounds if like he brought friend. her into the fold and now they're all hanging out, that's not cool. He's he got to talk to his guy friends, right? Because yeah, you don't set talk boundaries. to her. Absolutely. Women would absolutely do that. Yeah. Well, a lot of women would just know from girl code that, mm-hmm. you know, you ice the guy, the guy broke your heart yeah. or you ice the guy. He's out. He's out. Yeah. We won't hang out with them. So they have to, you know, he has to explain the need to his friends and just say like, it's when you hang out with her, it makes it, it I know it's so feelings. hard for guys to say yeah. it hurts my feelings, right? Yeah. Guys, dude, it's hard. Dude, but guys are out. supposed to be like, oh, I, I mean, on the like if you actually have the conversation guy to guy, you'd be like, oh, I don't give a shit, but they really do. They really yeah. do. Like, it's okay. You can hang out with her with yeah, her yeah, hands, putting her hand on your pants. But I, get, I just got sad for him that he's like, <laughs> yeah. she's stealing his friends and she's paying, it's, she's not like a good yeah. chick. Like she's touchy-feely with them. Well, it does sound like she also has feelings for him still if in that he's she's trying to trigger him and trying to make him jealous. And, you know, there are a lot of guys she can go hang out with, but she's choosing his friends. Right. This is always a thing. And I, I feel like, and I've broken up with guys where we shared friends or mostly their friends and I had to take a little break mm-hmm. you know because it was their friends until we became best friends and then we started going to Mexico together with our new boyfriends men's yeah. love story but like Charlotte my best friend like I met her through an ex and when right. we and that like it was weird at first you know but then now we're awake. yeah closer. you have to let some time pass you let time pass okay another email so bros before hoes dude and these your bros <laughs> better know this yeah also just move on forget about this shit go to yeah. another hard yeah. when she's like triggering him yeah in her, she's in triggering face. him I don't yeah, like that the, he's not wanting to go out what do you have to do you have to get over to get you gotta get under to get over which yeah. isn't kind of, always true it's not always true it's controversial but it depends where you're at like sometimes mm-hmm. you get out of a relationship and you're already pretty much over it before it ends like mm-hmm. me I was always like right on to the next so I liked having sex right after someone typically, but it wasn't to get over the person. It was like, I haven't been happy in that relationship, but it's true. Sometimes you just, it can distract you for a while, but it's not always the best advice because I think when you break up with someone, it's really good to like, you know, take some time, get to, you know, look at the relationship, what you learn from it, how you can grow. And look at that woman. Like, is that really a quality you like? Somebody who's, you know, overly flirtatious with your friends and try to look at her. I'm sure it was cool at first because it was happening to you. Right. And they're like, oh, this is great. She's really into me now. Because again, I've said earlier, guys can't read signs. They don't know if they're into you or not. But if you, if they are touchy feeling like, oh, wow, I really like this. This is cool. But yeah, when you break up, I'm sure that's absolutely not cool. And it's with your friends. That sucks. But it also sucks when you're actually in a relationship with somebody and they're still that flirtatious. You know, it's kind of annoying. I used to be like that with my boyfriend's friends. It was not cool. So annoying. Really? But you wanted, I always wanted the friends to like love me. And that's how it kind of got got mixed up and complicated oh, okay you wanted that affirmation from the friends but you only to support like it was just an insecure thing to support yeah. the guy's feelings for me so and that his like, friends Anna's would be like so cool. she's yeah. great yeah 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 but then you were you'd be touchier see I didn't yeah I got accused of t- a little being a little too touchy-feely 
but I wasn't Imagine like that. putting my hands on their pants, but I'm a very affectionate yeah. person. Like right. I, I love touch, mm-hmm. right. which is why I need like six dogs and like three cats uh-huh. and, right. and a boyfriend maybe one day. Okay, another email. All right. Hi, Emily. My name is Carlos. I'm 26, year old, uh, 26 years old from New York, and I've been an avid listener for the past couple months on iTunes and Podcast One. My question is regarding male ejaculation. To put it blatantly, where do I let it go? My fiance and I have been having unprotected sex for a while now, and when it comes to coming, ejaculating, mm-hmm. I'm usually on top, pull out, let it go onto the towel we place under her in between her legs. We did it once with her on top, and I had to time it perfectly to lift her up, but it basically came back right down into my stomach and thighs. He's way overthinking this. I don't want to. I don't want to ejaculate her like some kind of porn star money shot, and she refuses oral, like swallowing it. Mm. So, are there any other suggestions you can make? Thanks. Love your show, Carlos. Wow, I. I know, right? I he's like can't way think over. We've ever he's like, back first I did. It. I, I built yeah, a yeah. tent, and then a fortress, and then I tried the ejaculate to go down the drain. Yeah. Listen, buddy, you're way overthinking this. But let me just say this first: pull out method. Not a guaranteed form of birth control. So are you ready to have a baby, Carlos? Because uh, according to research, it's only 96% effective when it's ineffective, when it's done right. And it's never done right. Because you know what it means by doing it right? It means you have to pull it out like before you ejaculate, no pre-cum at all, which most men cannot measure when they ejaculate. And um, there's a lot of other reasons why it never works. So well, just be careful of that. Yeah, and 96% uh, like not effective. And anecdotally, about 50% effective when you talk to the right. women who've gotten pregnant. I shouldn't yeah. even leave the 96% because that's just like, oh, I meant to say it as a yeah. point, but 50% effective, mostly a lot of people get pregnant that yeah. way. But that's she not what you're that. asking me about. Let's get to his ejaculation etiquette, if All you right. will. So, okay. I don't understand any of this. He's saying uh, that she's she's against him ejaculating on her stomach, her back, her pubic. She won't. She He's doesn't want it in her mouth. It. He thinks that she is. He just said she, not. He doesn't want to do the money shot like a porn star. Um, like, but I think I'm just gonna say it. Like ejaculate. Sorry, come on the body. Great. I think most women kind yeah. of yeah. like that. See, just take a wipey and take it off after. Yeah. He didn't say that she was against it. He well, right. He's making yeah. assumptions. See, see, a lot of he's like, I don't think she wants the money shop. She'll feel like a porn star and she won't ejaculate in the mouth. And I'm just like, what are you so like a come in her stomach and then take little things by wipes by your yeah. bed or put a towel like always have a towel by the bed. Like, I'm just so confused. Like semen, like it's not going to stain. Mm-hmm. Like, you wipe it off. I'm not confused. I mean, I think he's a very considerate man. Trent. Yeah. But I think he's just overthinking. It. He's overthinking it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women like it. Yeah, not in the face I don't know women that love it in the face just do it and see what happens yeah do, yeah, do it in the face be like oops sorry baby like you know not I, the face no, I'm kidding um, I would use condoms and then just ejaculate that, I mean, that was the safe thing yeah I don't think he's down um, for that. but well, I think you're overthinking this either. and I think you should maybe you know what you should do Say, you know, babe, I've been trying a lot here with all these crazy, like, semen contraptions and trying to figure out ways to catch the semen. Maybe he's trying to make it into some kind of, like, um, what, what is it? Uh, ele- uh, what's it called? Electricity that you, off the roof, like, you when you Solar. Make, solar. Thank <laughs> you. Like, solar semen. Like, it sounds like he's he come up with all these different contraptions, but I feel like just talk to her about it. She's so like, babe, I don't care. Put out a beach towel. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. I think you're fine. Another email? Yes. Hi, Emily. So I recently got dumped by a girl I really thought I'd spend the rest of my life with. Oh, no. I know. So sad. Never happens. I have a ton going on in my life, finishing a master's program and some family drama, but it's as if she stopped caring and literally walked away. We had planned to move in together, discussed our future together, but it all fell through really quickly. 
The pressure to move forward in our relationship definitely came from her family more than anything. Anyways, my question is, is it weird that I'm pretty much begging her for answers besides Mm. that she just does not want to be with me anymore? Um, Like, I need to know her thought process. How do you go from so hot to so cold so fast? I'm starting to feel ridiculous and desperate, but her ability to shut it off is shocking and scary. I look forward to hearing from you. Your podcast is the best distraction I have now. Thanks, Tommy. All right. Yeah. I mean, Tommy, I'm so sorry you're hearing. I mean, it is pretty intense when someone is like so into it and they just vanish, right? They Uh abandon the disappearing boyfriend. There's all this stuff, right? And I get that he wants answers, but my take on this is like, there is something like called closure, all that, but he's got to move on. I really feel that you're not going to get answers from her now and that the most important thing you can do is to kind of extricate yourself from every situation you have with her. So like mm-hmm. block her, move on. Um, I know that's easier said than done. What do you guys think? I have more to say, but I would, since I have so many smart people here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the easiest. I know you said earlier it wasn't. You have to, you know, hook up with it a new person get under to get over yeah but i think that's i don't know that always helps you move on but you definitely don't want to rush into somebody that you're really not into yeah you know but i mean what we've actually talked about this before the the boring show that i'm on what is the uh correct period of time of mourning like what you're with somebody let's say you're you're with them for a year. Like how, how much time are you allowed to be upset? Half the time, amount of time you're they with say them, half, they say. They, they say it's half the time yeah. you're what? with them. Six months. That's for six, six months. months. Yeah. Well, women are, you know, Jeez. we work ourselves through it. They do. Yeah. But men, I mean, yeah. Men, what is it? Uh, six hours? Yeah. Six hours. Exactly. Uh, but, it depends on how in, in you were. Right. How into it you are yeah how into it you are exactly <laughs> no i think it's typically though, happy, but it's, it can be it can be anything i mean yeah. so have i no it can be there's so many you know but to that guy what i would say is there's gonna be no answer that's gonna satisfy you what you yeah. want to hear is i made a mistake or not even that or like this happened for this specific reason people do all sorts of things that they can't explain or they don't want to explain right. and so begging her for an answer is just counterproductive and probably, you know, making it that much harder for you to ever get an answer. One day you may, one day you never, you may not. Right. So the most important thing to do, I think, is just to, um, like I said, remove yourself from the situation. Don't try to find the answers. And eventually you're going to see very soon, probably you'll have some clarity and you probably will figure out the answers on your own. And, and the most important thing to do at the end of every relationship is kind of look at your partner there probably were some signs that, you know, you think it was just one day she upped and left. There are probably some other right. things going on that you didn't see. And there might have been things in the relationship that you did as well. Not I'm saying prompted her to leave, but that you might want to change. So I just think when you break up with someone, it's a great time for reflection. It's a great time to learn and step back and think, well, what did I learn from this? What did I like about it? What do I want in my next relationship? Mm-hmm. So, you know. It could be your family. We don't know. But I don't think it matters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's just time to block her, delete her, and move on because he wants the answers. And we often, this closure thing often, like you said, you kind of said this, Anna. I think we want, yeah, we want we want really to see them again. We want to stay connected. We're like, I need closure. But, but, but And really, oftentimes, there is no explanation. And you mm-hmm. just have to be okay with that. Yeah. Right. Be okay with it. That okay. sucks, though. But <laughs> There's no it explanation. Do, it does yeah. suck because you're like, well, what do you... Because it's almost like... Or you know what else I hear a lot, and I do hear this from friends. Like, I just... Or guys say it too, but like I hear girlfriends because we talk about things ad nauseum. 
I just want him to know, like, does he know how much he hurt me? Like, I want him just to recognize what he did. It's like, mm. he's never gonna, have you ever had friends like this? Not like, really. And like, like, I just want him to know that like, he, you know, like, he's never gonna be like, God, you're right. Or, you know, or the girl's like, I'm gonna look really hot. So he sees me again. Like, I see that more and more like, but I don't work want ever? him to know how much he hurt me. Uh, oh. this, that's another annoying thing. Like when you can totally tell when somebody broke up where instantly they're on social media talking about how they're going out and doing all these things. But like, how about ah, the Facebook? I want to barf. <laughs> I know two people who have like, you know, I knew that there were friends who I knew their relationships broke up because they posted something bitter on Facebook mm-hmm. and both of them got back together with the guy. And I'm like, all of it posting yeah. on, on social media when you're breaking up. Uh-huh. And it's just Bad to get people idea. to chime in and all that kind of stuff. Ah, do they post like terrible. I'm done with the douchebag kind right. of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then but they do like a lot of times they get back together because people are it's so in the moment they want just write something invent and they do. And I've like seen so many sob stories where it's just paragraphs and paragraphs on like how this person is like the worst person ever and then two weeks later they're back, back together. together. People yeah. always, I know. All the time. It's terrible. It is terrible. It's annoying. Um, okay, you guys, we got another email. All right. One more. Dear Emily, I've been dating my boyfriend for two and a half years. I'm 44. He's 42. I'm a divorcee with three pretty cool kids, a stressful ER nursing career, and for the most part, pretty good self-esteem and confidence. He has never been married, no kids, has major mommy issues, is very aware of most of his issues, very aware of most of his issues, and has over the years seen a therapist. My problem is he's a selfish lover. He used to, he, he's used to everything being about him. He told me early on that the only thing that turns him on is anything to do with the head of his penis. Mm-hmm. It's all about getting it in me or manually or orally making me like, uh, it's all about her touching it manually or orally or whatever. And I get very little, if any, touch or stimulation. Honestly, he has a hard time even finding my clit and once blamed it on me saying mine was weird when weirdly (laughs) enough, no other man had any problems finding it and stimulating me in the past. Yeah. I've talked to him several times about our intimacy (laughs) issues after which he makes an effort once, maybe twice and you know, some little clit action and then back to the norm. I'm an attractive, sexy woman. I even get looks and stares even at my age. Jesus. I love having sex, getting my man turned on, and I'm open about sex. He's not so open, has difficulties talking about it. What should I do? Desperately seeking orgasms, Tony. P.S. I downloaded your Kegel Camp app today. Woo! Yay, go Kegels. Emily would be so out on this relationship. I would be like, you can't find my clit. Like, you you can't. Yeah, I wouldn't even. It'd be out. Because I have a hard time with guys who don't go down on me. Who don't please me, who don't have my clitoris. But, um... What do you think, Anna? I'm not, I have a lot. I just, what do you think? I mean, I think that it's definitely indicative of a bigger problem, you know, selfishness or intimacy issues or something like that. And if you've talked to him. I know, you've had the conversation. And it's not getting better. It's either surrender to this is the situation Mm -hmm. or move on. I'm not sure that she, okay. So, okay. When I read this, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, ah, he does sound selfish and selfish, emotionally immature. Mm -hmm. Like I can't handle this guy. You know, no matter how confusing female pleasure is to you, like don't blame the woman that it's her clitoris. Like that's just so juvenile. He does seem very young and selfish. Um, But I also wanted to like give him the benefit of the doubt because I thought, well, I hear couples all the time saying, I talked to him about it and nothing happened. And that, and like, if you're dating someone for two and a half years and you brought it up three times, that is not talking about it. 
saying like, I need you to touch my clitoris more, give me more oral sex. That's not talking about it. That's a demand. He truly might have gotten by in life on his good looks and charm, and he might have never really figured out the vagina, the Rubik's Cube of life. Mm-hmm. The best thing Menace has ever said. That's his line. <laughs> That's a good line. Um, so, it is. you know, he might get defensive because he doesn't really know what you're asking for. Like, maybe mm-hmm. he really doesn't. So I'm saying try some mutual masturbation. You know, you could even say, babe, I've asked you this, but I think like my pleasure is important. Like let's, let's take sex off the table for a week or a month. Let's not have a week. Let's start with that. No intercourse, just touch each other. Mutual masturbation. Um, you know, take it slow. Like tell him specifically to be like, you know, babe, this is really important. And like show him. Cause just by saying it like at dinner, like touch my clit more, right. pass the salt. Right. Might not sink in. So I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But if, again, put this on your calendar, if you really try this and you're like, okay, I'm going to try something different. Because it sounds like you love him and been together two and a half years. If it doesn't change three months from today and you talk to him in a real way it, differently, like you showed him, you said it was important, you verbalized it, and then it doesn't change. I think that's good. I'm surprised you didn't uh, add, add some toys into. I know. I was waiting for that too. Yeah. Well, oh, God, you know, because... <laughs> You're right. I mean, seriously, babe, get a, a wee vibe touch or something or get like a little cl- clit toy. So you need your clit stimulated. I just bring a toy with me everywhere I go. That's another solution. But I think like, and a good point might be underlying issues. Like I'm wondering if he's just selfish in the bedroom or other places. But yeah, babe, if he doesn't get along, if everything else is perfect with this guy, I don't like Connor, babe. I like it. If everything else is perfect with this guy, but you don't get enough clitoral stimulation, I could tell you about 52 other things that would give you like probably even better womanizer. Right. The clit, the clit whisperer. I mean, there's a, go to my website, sexwithemily.com. Oh, we have a new store. That just launched. Every toy I talk about, you could buy on my website. But I'm just saying, yeah, that's plan B. Yeah, I think I think it's good. I mean, I think you're right. Have a different kind of conversation about it. If it's about the actual clitoral stimulation, yes, a toy is great. If it's about the relationship with the guy and his selfishness, the vibe may not do anything. Right, exactly. I won't do anything. Yep. Okay. I think that's what we have time for. That's anything it. else, menace? You can. Can I just, Anna? Did I not? What did I tell you about menace the other day? What I do. I was bra- I was bragging about how, how he went. Great he is. Yeah, but I was like, oh my god, he had this event and like seven hundred people oh, came just yes. to see Menace. Yes, I know. It was I know. crazy. Like and literally, she's like, so proud of you. Thank and, you. Yeah, it's and true. And we had another event. Uh, another in Long one. Beach. Yeah, and like over a thousand plus showed up. Like it's it was crazy. Like but I'm- it's forget about all the people coming to see me. It was all to raise money for lymphoma research, which was awesome. Right, right, right. That's important. And then the event before that, it was uh, for Hope for Paws, two great organizations. Of course you're doing it for a good cause because you're a good man. But Menace is like, people are coming out on a Saturday. They can do other things. Yeah. They can play Xbox. Yeah. They could be doing a go to the beach, well, whatever. It's all about well, the morning show that I've been doing called The Woody Show. The Woody Show. It's been, he's on a, he's, it's a raging morning show. Yeah, it's been it's great. raging. What, it's, cha- what channel is it on? It's what? on Alt 98.7. But it's also a podcast. You can download it every I'm day. I'm just really proud of him. He's all grown up. Thank you. But yeah, uh, LA's really embraced the show. We used to do it in San Francisco, and now we're here. Yeah. It's great. So it's great. So good for that. Find Menace at Menace across yeah, the board. Menace. Anna, what is it? Wait, what else? At Menace, you have like 18 Instagrams. Yeah, care? yeah. We'll just keep it right there. Okay. What about you, Anna? All your new puck congratulations. Thank you've got you. Issues Thank with you. Anna David. Issues it, with Anna David. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher. And you can go to the Issues with Anna 
website. You can sign up for the newsletter, issueswithannanewsletter.com. And uh, you can contact me about coaching or anything else, Anna, at issueswithanna.com. She's a great coach, too. I'm telling you, she helps me. Thank you, Anna, for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you to uh, Menace. Thank you, Madison, Lori, Jamie, my amazing team. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, I already said where to follow me. Okay. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, guys, are you looking for a way to mix up your masturbation routine? Well, let me tell you about the number one sex toy for men, and really, the only one you want. The Fleshlight. It's a masturbation sleeve that you use solo or with a partner that simulates the sensations of real sex and was engineered to look and feel like the real deal. There's a Fleshlight for every man's needs. And now, there's a new addition to the Fleshlight family, the Quick Shot. It's an open-ended male masturbator, has the patented super skin material, but the Quick Shot is smaller, easier to handle, and requires way less cleanup. It can be used solo or with a partner to take hand jobs and blow jobs to the next level. I think that for every woman who has a sex toy, every man should have one of these. Go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Fleshlight banner, and use code EMILY to get a free bottle of their award-winning Flesh Lube. Check it out. You'll thank me.